this is Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, writer wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, love stories to die for, and all kinds of stuff. Mainly scary stuff. I write scary stuff, then I also write things to help people write comics. But you, my friends, are very, very fortunate right now, and I'm very excited for you because you are listening to The Spectre Show. I'm going to quit talking, listen to the show, it's awesome, and uh, enjoy. Welcome to the Spectre Show once again. I'm DJ Allen. And once again, I am uh, struggling to record one episode rather than the two, so you're only going to get one episode this week. I'm all, I guess I can't say that. I mean, as of right now, I'm only planning one episode, and this is the one. So um, for those um, interested, I am going to be talking about bullet journaling uh, more in general than anything specific, but... Um, and then some, you know, maybe some random things. But uh, um, so the Spectre Show, for anyone who's new, is about whatever's on my mind. And uh, as of this morning, um, well, let me start a, a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago, I started, I, I listened to an episode of a podcast about bur- bullet journals. Someone who had started bullet journaling and how they use it and why they use it. And, you know, just the the excitement of having this thing that is working to organize them because they are disorganized, self-proclaimed disorganized, I might add. So I mentioned something about one of the things that this person said during this podcast. It's, it's an interview podcast. So the, the guest, one of the things the guest said was, uh, I, I relayed to my wife because it was kind of a neat well, I, I don't know why I'm being so obtuse. The The podcast is obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw, I think his name is. Um, the episode is 152 with Molly Walker. Molly said that the, 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 the first thing that she said that really latched on to me is that bullet journaling is an operating system for your journal. So... I, I really liked that idea, um, an, an analog, and uh, something to call an operating system in an analog fashion. So that was uh, that was one thing that I, I relayed to my wife that I found super interesting. The um, Something else was that she said the system she used before bullet journaling was kind of like a set of instructions in case... Uh, like Scott Bakula quantum leaped into her so that he would know what to do for that day. So we both listened to the podcast again today. So it was my second listening, my wife's first. Um, She started dabbling in the bullet journal again, and it kind of reinvigorated me to get moving on my own. So I, I say all that to say that I'm going to be journaling again. Um, it's been two let's see here i haven't journaled since like the middle of february so well four four months um sounds about right i mean close to right anyway i haven't journaled for about four months so um first thing i did was i i made a 
reboot page, a page that basically explained what I'm focusing on to kind of orient my mind in the right direction. And then the very next thing I started working on was the character sheet for the Boo Journey RPG, because um, one of the things that made Bujo RPG so successful is that I play tested the crap out of it. And I haven't play tested anything on Boo Journey RPG. So I'm going to I, I, I formulated the early parts of my character sheet. I should work on um, the the instruction manual. Um, I did stop at a certain point, And what I realized is that I had changed the way I was explaining things in the middle. So I've got to go back and kind of change the voice. And basically, it's not a drastic rewrite. It's a take out all the references to I or me and replace them with more general third person type things. That's that's not exactly what I'm saying is happening. I'm just I'm trying to give you a, a you know so take out all the eyes and replace them with re- replace them with something more third person. So I have to go do that whatever the voice is that is most predominant. So basically the the least amount of editing I have to do is the one that I want to use. And then once I get past that point, I can finish up the the skill trees, the combat uh, descriptors, but the, 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 uh, the exp- explanation on how to do combat. And then I can work on the first tutorial story, I guess the first free in in book in the instruction manual story. And then after that, um, I will publish the Boo Journey RPG on the website. I will be actively using it to play test some of the scenarios slash lore slash whatever you want to call it stories that um, will be coming out afterwards. And I will also be tinkering with how to get certain results across to elicit the correct responses is the right way to phrase that. On Thursday, there will be a uh, journal of the Emerald Spectre coming out. It will be called Fixing Chess. Um, Even if you're not interested in chess, but you're interested in the way my thought processes work, that would be a good column to read to understand why... I kind of attack things the way I do. So basically, recently I've stepped back to look at some of the problems that I've been trying to fix in my head, and I'm evaluating them with, I won't say fresh eyes, but I'm evaluating them from a different perspective. So if I'm traditionally all up in, you know, right in front of the problem, I took a step back and a step to the right, and now I'm seeing the problem from a whole different perspective, therefore seeing some of the problems I was missing being so close to it. So that's kind of how I'm looking at the Boo Journey at the moment. Um, my wife and I got a late start today. Uh, we didn't get started moving and doing things till about 1.30 in the afternoon, which was nice. I mean, I didn't have to worry about anything else. But um, we're going to do a lot of dog treats tomorrow while you have the ability to listen to this on that day. And then after the dog treats, I will be doing the rewrite of the Boo Journey so that I can get moving forward on it. Part of my Boo Journey RPG will be the 
small list of projects that I have on the front burner, the ones that are important to finish, the ones that I want to move forward on, the ones that have to be completed in order to move forward on other things. That's going to be, those are going to be my focuses into trying to complete those. Uh, I will also be including other things that I kind of fell off with, and it's because I'm noticing that I'm too distracted, which is another reason I'm going back to the bullet journaling is that I was way more focused and way more directional with when I was bullet journaling. I learned a good chunk of a language. Um, it's still very basic, and you all know it's Vietnamese. Um, it's still very basic, but there's so much more I could be doing, and I just haven't had the drive to move forward. Not because I'm not being rewarded for it or anything like that, but because I'm not I don't have the focus to keep moving in the correct direction. So putting that in the bullet journal as one of the things to keep me moving forward, I'm going to be learning that the way I learned what I know is I I set it up as a Buju RPG quest, which I if I learned a Vietnamese word, I got so much XP. Then I had to learn five more Vietnamese words or phrases. And then I had to learn 10 more Vietnamese words or phrases. And then after that, I had to be able to, to be able to speak a small conversation, I guess I would say, a small, simple conversation. Um, I can say proudly that um, for two days this week, I have had, though very simple, completely Vietnamese conversations with Vietnamese people. Um, I, I deliver mail to two businesses, um, that are, have mostly Vietnamese speakers in them. Um, one of them has been correcting some of my pronunciations and, and helping me pick better words because, um, Vietnamese has some words that kind of mean the same thing, but one's more applicable to a certain situation. So there's the, the one business where I, I said, basically I walked in and said, good morning. Um, uh, he said, hello. And then, um, he thanked me for me bringing the mail. I, uh, told him to have a good day. And then we both, uh, said, see you later, basically. And that was all in Vietnamese. We didn't use one word of English. The other place, um, basically had a lot of people in it. It's a, it's a hair salon and, I, I I took this opportunity to walk in. I, I normally say hello. I, I don't always say good morning, and I think I don't didn't use that one specifically because I was running later. So I said hello. She asked how I was. I said oh I, I said I was good, and then um, I said the the weather was beautiful, which it was that day. And then uh, I told everyone in the uh, building to have a good day, and then uh, we said see you later. Uh, I know for a fact that at least one of the ladies who did not realize that I, a white man, was able to speak as much Vietnamese as I did, uh, she was fa fairly impressed. So that was, it was nice. And I want to be able to move forward with that. Um, I, I work with some, more than one Vietnamese speaker at work. And on their breaks, sometimes while I'm loading my vehicles, I get to listen to them speak natively in Vietnamese and just have long conversations. I kind of have a frame of reference for what the context is most of the time, but 
as a non-native speaker, I'm still not getting most of it. And I have picked up a word here and there, um, not not a new word, but I mean, when I'm listening to them, I do catch something now and then. But it's certainly not enough to piece together any sort of detailed overview of the conversation. I mean, I mean it's literally a word that I just happen to know. So, I mean, I'd like to be able to interact with that to get more experience speaking. So, um, I, I think that once I get to a certain point then with the Vietnamese, then I can start branching out with maybe another language because I also work with a, a few Spanish speakers and Spanish being the next most popular language globally, I, I suppose that would be a good one. Um, having worked with someone who also spoke Spanish as a native language in a, in a past uh, employment, um, if I understand correctly, because Spanish is a Latin language, it's similar enough to um, Portuguese and Italian, and that should kind of allow me to figure out those two also, among others. And then, I mean, I'll go from there, but uh, I want to get back on the Vietnamese wagon because it's it, it helped me advance things and stay focused and, and move forward. And I want to be able to have a a visible or audible goal that I can move forward with. So, hey, learn a new phrase, uh, learn the alphabet. Actually, that's what I want to do next is learn how to pronounce all the letters correctly because I see a lot of things written down, but if I don't know those words yet, I don't know how to pronounce them to ask about them I would have to write them down. And uh, if anyone out there has seen Vietnamese, there are a lot of accents on vowels because you pronounce the same vowel with that particular accent the same way every time. So unlike the English E, for instance, where you can go E or E or, you know, things like that, there's there's an E, there's an E with a line on it, there's an E with an uptick on it, there's an E with a carrot over it. I mean, it's, it's just a lot. And I'd like to learn the the language better. So learning how to read it would, I believe, help. Now that I've gotten off track with the bullet journal, let's rein her back in. Um, <clears throat> I don't have my character sheet completely set up yet <clears throat> because I wanted to rewrite the uh, instruction manual. So I know how much space I need to leave for the character sheet because I designed the character sheet and therefore I know how much space to leave. <clears throat> and then I can start journaling every day. This is what I did. These are the types of things I did. I can start assigning XP um, retroactively is the word I'm looking for. So I can get six, seven, eight days, maybe two, three weeks into it, and then go back and retroactively assign the XP that would have been gotten as long as I was doing all the things. So my house attentiveness will be aided by this because I'll be going back to making sure I do the quote-unquote dailies which is the you know if the dishwasher is full empty it and if it's empty fill it um, make sure the laundry is in a place where my wife can do it or put it in myself and do it you know depending on how much there is or what there needs to be done with it uh, making sure that all the garbage is out when it needs to be out making sure that the house is swept or maybe that the kitchen counter is cleared because she does a lot of my, my wife does a lot of things in the kitchen that I don't even know about during the day so there's a a whole slew of things that I, I just need to add back to that list because right now they're happening I wouldn't call them not at all I mean there's they're, they're happening sporadically and when they happen they happen like a few days in a row so it's 
I'm, I'm not noticing things because my brain kind of let itself go and I need the bullet journal to get back on, on track. I did briefly contemplate using just the bare bones basic bullet journal outline, the way writer Carol set it up. I don't, I don't think I want to do that. I want to focus on making sure I'm getting certain things done and making sure that I'm moving forward and making sure that I'm checking the journal every day, journaling what needs to be in the journal every day and keeping up with that so that in a future journal, when I have Boo Journey RPG uh, up and running 100%, whenever I get to a brand new journal, set that first page up after the index as the character sheet, set the second page up as the second part of the character sheet, which you'll understand if you read the instructions, and then move forward with that 100% as a Bujo RPG, or Boo Journey RPG, with whatever investigative story things are going forward. So that I can be not, I, I mean, I guess I could be playtesting it at that point, but basically I, so I'm experiencing what, Anybody else using it would be experiencing. So, moving on, I did want to say that um, I'm watching Westworld. Uh, hopefully a lot of you are also watching Westworld because I'd like to keep it on. I'm, I'm also watching The Expanse, um, and I'm very glad that Amazon picked it back up, or picked it up so that we can keep it continuing because it's, it's awesome. Anyway, The Westworld, the story that's going on, um, I do like the way Jonathan Nolan devises things, mysteries, but with my recent um, experiences in escape rooms and my recent experience with the Mysterious Package Company and this experience with Westworld and all of this mystery building, I think that I'd like to try building something for people to solve. So I've got the very barest skeletal beginnings of a of an idea um i know i want it to involve a podcast i know i want it to involve certain forms of social media and i know i want it to be enough to get someone interested and hard enough to where one person might be able to do it but definitely multiple people will help get along through the process and i want to see if i can do something like that but uh i've never built a intricate detailed mystery like that and what i would need to do was basically start with this is where you're going add a layer add a layer add a layer have multiple paths to the end but i mean you know build on this so that i could have some sort of mystery going and then maybe i can get some attention towards the website which leads me into um i am investigating changing the look of the website and i'm not just talking about the graphics i mean i'm looking for a means of changing how when you go there you see something different and hopefully quote unquote unique on the web um so when you come to emeraldspectre.com you would experience all that the website has to offer in a visually enticing way and something adaptive enough to where I can control certain elements, but there's going to be a pattern to things, so it's not like you're building everything from scratch. So I do have a the ear of a web developer, and I'm going to be sending along a request to see how much of what I want 
is possible and then build from there. But I've found a few examples online that I kind of want to run with and I suppose I'll go with that and, and, and warn everybody before it happens. Or maybe, maybe it'll be part of the mystery. Maybe the change will present a, an image or a link or something that might lead you to the first step or the, the podcast that's probably got a few episodes out that you didn't even know was online because it's not visible on the main feed because um, I do have uh, an ability to do that right now and I found that out by accident. I don't want to use that because I want people to come to the site to see it, to know, okay, we can do, we can, we can see this, but, um, you know, just, just some options. And I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating, I, I really, I'm contemplating telling you all the projects that I want to work on, but I, I wanted to talk about the bullet journal and not necessarily the RPG version of it. Just the, the fact that I'm getting back into it. I got my wife kind of into it. Um, since she makes bullet journal supplies, like clips to mark pages, which I'm probably going to start using. Um, I will say that I'm one of my, the the one project I'll let you know that I'm going to be doing. And it's, it's important because it involves my wife's business too, is that I'm going to learn how to draw kawaii style, kawaii style, which K-A-W-A-I-I, if you want to Google it, it's a, it's a cutesy style for animation or still images basically if you want to uh, visualize something in your head it's it's hello kitty is is a good example of kawaii so i want to learn how to do that because she wants a lot of images that are kawaii based and if i'm the one producing them then we don't have to worry about licensing anything which she's currently doing so let uh let that happen and uh, hopefully now that i've announced that hopefully i can get moving forward on it so if uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find or uh, you can email emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. You can find me at emeraldspector on both Instagram and Twitter. You can find everything that's going on with me at emeraldspector.com. There is a Facebook page that has Emerald Spectre if you just search for emeraldspector.com. We also have a Google Plus page, or I also have a Google Plus page. Um, I think it's just emeraldspector.com. Uh, if you do a search for it, you might find a couple of them, but one of them will have a bunch of posts on it, and that's the one you want to follow. We are on YouTube because there is an two Emerald Spectre web uh, YouTube channels. Uh, channel one is for the finished products, the things that we record and then upload after we edit them and put them together with music and whatever. There's also channel two where there's going to be a lot of raw stuff and has most of the historical stuff, so... You can see all of the greatest shows there. You can see some of the shows we had way back when the greatest show was not even a conception at that point. And uh, you can see everything um, one video at a time. The higher watched videos are the more popular ones. So maybe you're missing something. And uh, maybe you want to start at episode one with the greatest show and go through to see what you missed the whole time because we try to keep it interesting and whatnot. So... I want to thank you for joining me, and we will see you next time on The Spectre Show.